and welcome to UFO Party, an X-Files podcast. I'm Erin. I'm Julia. And today we are talking about Roland, which is the penultimate. Penultimate. God damn it. <laughs> Scratch that. I'm leaving that in. Penultimate? Penultimate. Okay. The second to the last. Oh, Which cool. is a really good word that I just butchered. Well, it still counts. Just means that season one is almost done. That's all. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I feel a way. Like, I'm proud that we've gotten this far. But I'm also, You're sad. like, yeah. I'm a little, I'm excited. Yeah. Um, I don't know why. Like, I feel like, and we've talked about it before, like, going through and analyzing every episode, I used to be like, Without a doubt, season one is yeah. my favorite. And now I feel like I don't actually know because I've never watched X-Files through this lens, kind of. Yeah. And, like, without, like, you know, I've always just watched it back to back. And, like, season one is definitely the one that I've listened or watched the most times. Yeah. But now that we went through it, I'm like, wow, there's a lot of episodes that I just didn't enjoy anymore. Yeah. Um. So... Yeah, it's kind of strange. I'm I'm excited to kind of move on from season one because yeah. I do think that like I would agree. Moving forward, um, we get a lot more of like kind of the like character arcs and relationships. Yeah, and see a little bit more of like Ooh, who Sully and Mulder <laughs> are. So I'm really excited for yeah. that. Yeah, but I mean, plus when we were trying to like come up with how we were going to do this podcast like no one else at least that i have found has done every single episode and i guess yeah. now we know why but yeah I kind of like it does doing make sense this. but i like it too yeah. i mean if someone is gonna watch x files for the first time they're gonna do it in order every episode so yeah they're not gonna skip random episodes I think that, you know talking about the good the bad and the ugly and the very politically incorrect is yeah. the way to do it yeah um, and I do know, like, a lot of podcasts that, you know, only did their favorites or skipped around. Right. But then went back and were like, okay, well, we're going to do all of it. And I'm I'm kind of happy with the way that we did it. Yeah, so. I feel like that's a lot more effort. Yeah, exactly. Well, I think they didn't realize, like, <laughs> going into it. And then you're kind of like, okay, well, actually, we should talk about every episode. Yeah. But, yeah. How are you doing? I'm Okay. It was so fucking hot today. We almost, like, didn't get a chance to record because the heat causes me to have intense migraines, and it was, like, 90 degrees until I think you got here. Yeah, when I was driving here, it was still 90 degrees in my car. Yeah, that's disgusting. um, Yeah, and now it's 9 o'clock at night, which is by far the latest that we've ever started recording. Yeah. Um, But at least it's cooler in here, and it feels much better. It's so nice. Um, But I'm, I'm ready for fall. Yeah. Yes. Oh my god. Really ready for fall. I just put a fourth air conditioner in my apartment. Oh my god. I know, but it truly is like such a weird space. And we had like one in each bedroom and then one in the living room, and it just wasn't doing anything. So I was like, "That's a lot." Yeah, but also I am now basically temporarily fostering another cat, and he needs to stay separate from my cat because they hate each other. Yeah. Um, and so he is like basically in the spare bedroom all the time. So I at least wanted to make sure that he was comfy. So he better start helping with the electric bell. That's all I know. (laughs) 
Because. Yeah. That shit's going to be scary. Yeah. I know I have already started buying or acquiring more Halloween decorations because if you know, that's what I decorate with all the time. I just like, when it gets closer to Halloween, that's when I'm like bringing the lights out or like keeping the lights out on all the time. Um, And I know Target's come soon, which I'm so excited. Their stuff's just so cute. And I I don't like like the scary Halloween. I like when it looks like it could be used as decor all year round. Like Like just like fall and pumpkins and cute stuff. Like cute skeletons, cute ghosts. ghosts. Yeah. 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 So I was really excited because um, I went to go grab beer today and I saw someone walking out with Oktoberfest and I was like, oh my God, I'm going to get, I'm going to get pumpkin beer. And Dylan was like, it is 90 degrees out. You are not getting pumpkin beer. Yeah, that's like nasty right now. But, and he was like, no, yeah, nope. Yeah. He was like, the summer Sam Adams is still out. So (laughs) that means it's too early to be getting pumpkin beer. No. Oh my God. So. Here I, can, I am. Like, cook us dinner every time you come over now. It's oh, like, please do because I don't have my a fucking time. kitchen. Oh yeah, they're still working on it, right? Yeah, they're working very slowly, very slowly. Yay! And, so exciting. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I'm so I can't sorry. wait to cook. Yeah. I miss it. I'm. I think I'm just gonna buy an instant pot just to get me through this. Because I have one. Best decision. That's what everyone says. I'm just going to get rid of my crock pot and get an Instant Pot. This is not an ad, but Instant Pot, if you want to sponsor us, I will that buy an Instant Pot. so sick. Like, the way that I, I think, wow, this is exhilarating information that everyone wants to hear. You can do crock pot things in an Instant Pot, but you can't do other things in a crock pot. Sure, yeah. And that's when I was like, okay, yes. And yeah, I feel and- like Instant Pots are easier to clean. At least for me, because they're not as big. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. My crock pot was like Yeah, I have huge. a huge crock pot. Yeah. So, and I'm also, like, you can make rice and everything in an Instant yeah. Pot, right? you can make yogurt. Yeah, because I... You can saute in it. I just um, threw out my rice cooker. It was just, like, getting gross. And I yeah. was like, okay. So, I was like, I need a new one. But I'm like, if I'm going to do that, I might as well just get something that can do everything because I cook a lot of rice yeah, and I like to just have it a big batch so that I can split it up and just have it for like a couple days. Yeah. Oh my God. I can't wait to cook now. So that is our exciting update on our food. food. Um, (laughs) Should we get into it? Let's go. Okay. I will say I thought this episode was going to be harder to talk about. Yeah. Um, but I think they handled it okay. I think they could, it could have been a lot worse. Wow, I just realized my switch is like totally invading your space. I'm so uh, sorry. No, it's fine. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, there were some comments that I didn't love. Basically, it just has like a backstory. So um, this episode, Roland, is uh, about a uh, janitor who has a developmental disability. I think they, like, kind of hint that it's, like, a severe autism spectrum. Yeah, I think um, so. Disorder. And so, yeah, there there are some, like, less than ideal comments. Um, for the most part, 
I think they did okay, but, um, yeah, I mean, honestly, the comments that they said is nothing worse than what I've heard working in group homes for, like, seven years, so, um, it's just an unfortunate thing, but. But also the characters saying the comments were, like, asshole characters anyways. Yeah. So, I think it could have been a lot worse. Thank goodness uh, it wasn't, but it was still shitty. Yeah, I I think it's it's not one of the worst as far as like did not age well. Yeah, um, it was all right, and we'll talk about the yeah. you know the comments and and what could have been done better and what probably would have been done better had it happened yeah. today. But you know, I think the character of Roland is really good. It's a complex character. It's yeah. not just like. This person has a developmental disability. My mic just fell. <laughs> has a developmental disability, and this is all he is. You right. know, he he does have a little bit more like um, deeper character yeah. attributes. So I was glad because yeah. sometimes uh, TV can portray people right. who have disabilities as just like. Not even, like, cookie cutter, but just, like, very, like, two-dimensional. You yeah, know? this just is like, all there is to yep. them. They are their disability, and that's it. So, yeah, um, yeah I was fine with this right, episode. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, so we start out, we are in Colson, Washington. Will we ever get out of Washington? No, <laughs> never. Um, and we are in a in We're a, in a lab. university. Yeah, a lab at a university, I think. Yes, um, so it's the Mahan Washington Institute of Technology. Um, so it's cool a university, I would assume, right? Yes. Um, of science. Science. Science rules. And we cut to Roland, who is a janitor at um, at the university, and he's trying to unlock the door. There's like a pin pad. Um, and he keeps getting his number wrong. Yeah. And then this fucking asshole comes by and is like, let me do it. And like, kind of like shoves him out of the way and is just like, what's your number? And puts it in and goes, see how easy that was? And I was like, oh, you fucking yeah. jerk. Stop it. Wait, also, it's not that easy to everybody. So like, can you shut the fuck right? up? It's like, I don't know. It probably doesn't help that you're like standing over him and being super impatient. We're just taking a picture because Porter's actually being nice. He's being very cute right now. Uh, Look at that face. Little baby. Look at you. You're so handsome. He's like, okay, mom, shut the fuck up. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so so this man we find out is Dr. Keats, and he's a fucking asshole. Um, and he walks in, and his two colleagues are there so that... Uh, it's Dr. Nolette and Dr. Surnow. I think so, yeah. Um, and basically, Keats and um, Nolette want to try to push. They're working on a wind tunnel, and they're trying to basically do an experiment that will cause, like, jets to be able to, like, move at twice the speed with half the fuel. Yeah. Basically, in, like, 
layman's terms because I don't <laughs> fucking understand. I am not a rocket scientist. It's literally rocket science. Um, but yeah, so basically, Dr. Sure Shurna- Dr. Sir now doesn't want to continue with the testing. Um, he like says that there's more research that needs to be done, and he doesn't want to push the machine so far that it ends up breaking. Um, and the other two want to continue testing until they get to 15, I forget what the units that they're using is. Mach. Mach 15. Okay. Um no idea if that's a real unit of measurement. I'm going to look it up. So Mach 1 is the speed of sound, which is approximately 760 miles per hour at sea level. Um, Sorry, I'm sure a lot of people fucking paid attention in high school and remember this, but I do not. Also, that was a long time ago for us. Yeah, and I just didn't pay attention, though. Yeah. Um, <laughs> But, so basically, they get in a huge blowout. Um, Dr. Surnow ends up staying and, like, continuing to work on the math because he's like, we need to keep researching. The other two end up leaving. And then... He, like, goes into said wind tunnel and the door shuts behind him. So, um, he's locked in there. Yeah, so what? Is he just going in there to... Um, he he he's just like was checking like on something. Yeah, he was like making adjustments or something, yeah. or like checking to like see what is going wrong. That's like keeping them from making their goal, I guess. Yeah. Um, and then all of a sudden the door shuts behind him. Yeah. And he sees that Roland is actually in the control room still, and he's on the computer. He's on the computer. He's typing on the keyboard. And so he's the one that closed the wind tunnel door and he ends up activating the turbine. And, um, can I just say this is like faulty plan because it doesn't matter if you think someone could get stuck in there, just have like one fucking fail safe. Right. Yeah. Like you guys are scientists and you fucking like overlooked a very simple thing. Right. I mean, yeah, that, they have, like, saws that will turn off as soon as they, like, come close to a human. Yeah. Like, I think that we, and I'm sorry, like, we get into it more, but, like, there's some crazy technology being used in this episode. So, if you guys can do that, I think that you can have, like, an auto, like, off feature if someone, you know, maybe gets sucked into your machine. Yeah. Um, but, Just nope. a suggestion. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. And, like... So, Roland turns on the machine. It ends up, like, basically gaining speed. He's turning it up. This scene makes me so nervous. I hate it. It went on for far too long. <laughs> um, <laughs> and Sir now is basically, like, yelling at Roland and being like, turn it off. Like, stop touching the computer. Yeah. Open the door. Um, and Roland, like, isn't even really looking at him or paying attention to him. Um, and then... Basically, it gets turned all the way up. It's, like, at, what, Mach 2 or something like that? Maybe it's very more. high. It's really high. Um, and, they end, like, um, Turno ends up being dragged into the pan and dying. Um, as the closed captions. Squishing yeah. thud. Yes. So lovingly put mm. his death. <laughs> Which is 
probably going to be the title of this episode if it's <laughs> up to me. Um, I don't know. X-Files has, like, lovely closed captions. If X-Files and uh, Twin Peaks, obviously, will they ever shut the fuck up about the show? Probably not until the day I die, but... Julia's just trying to butter me up, so I do an uh, Twin Peaks I want to do one so badly. Her, and I'm going to be like, I have no idea what's going on. I never have any idea what's going on. No one on. does. That's why I don't like that show. I love it so much. Uh, you just got to watch it for the babes, okay? Okay, that's Every fair. person in that show is attractive. You're right. Especially the little ladies. Mm-hmm. Yep. So. I can get down with that. Okay. It's just really confusing. And I'm yeah. like, am I supposed to know what's going on? Nope. Okay. <laughs> um... But also, I love that, like, so Squishing Thud, cut to Roland just sweeping the floor, mopping as if nothing just happened. I and honestly, like, like, find him really endearing. He's so sweet. Yeah. Um, but it was just funny. He's like, yeah. I'll just keep cleaning now. <laughs> um, so enter Mulder and Scully. Yeah. End of our intro. Enter our two favorite babes. Yeah. Um, so they are kind of evaluating, I guess, the scene. And they bring up a thing called the Icarus Project, which doesn't exist at this point in time. It's actually just like a foundation for bipolar interaction, I think it said. Um, Or I don't, I should just, you know, look it back up. There is a thing called Project Icarus, which is for theoretical engineering um, for like space probes. But... They didn't say that, so cool. Um. I think that is what they're <laughs> referring to because actually, like, I it just sounds so familiar. Yeah. And I think that it sounds familiar to me because I remember hearing it on the one of the conspiracy theory cards, but we'll talk more about that later. Yeah. Um, but, like, it sounds really familiar. It so does. I'm I mean, gonna, wish I could just, like, find what it is. <laughs> I know. I think I would need to, like, do a deep dive in Reddit. Yeah. Honestly, but I'm pretty sure that's, like, a real thing. Yeah. Um, it just sounds like I a project. I couldn't really find much information on yeah. it either. It sounds like a Project Pegasus type thing, but yeah. like maybe that's also what I'm jumping to. Yeah. Um, but yeah, they're brought in to investigate the death and the people that they're talking to. Well, the other scientists are like so fucking like hostile. Yeah, well, we see it. We see it all the time in X Files, where it's like, or just any like crime shows, where it's like. Why are you being so protective right now? So, like, yeah. in a normal situation, if you didn't do anything sketchy, your partner and friend that you've been working on this project with for years just, just died. died a horrific death. Why are you getting all fucking, like, like rude and, like, especially to the people that are, like, trying to investigate his death? Yeah. You would think that, like, you would want to help them. Yeah. But, like, we see it all the time where people end up being, like, really protective and standoffish, and it's like, what are you hiding? Yeah. You just look much more guilty. Yeah. Like, they're basically just like, I don't want to do this again because we just told the police. And it's like, okay, but the FBI aren't the police, and I feel like nine times out of ten, they're not exactly communicating all the details. Yeah. So just, like, cooperate. I also want to say... um, just jumping back a little bit, we did have um, Scully with a, so how is this an X-File? I'm like, I love yeah, it. Yeah. Every single fucking time. <laughs> and we have a cute little flirty oh, yes. moment yes. with uh, Scully and Mulder. Apparently Scully went to a wedding. Yeah. <laughs> Without Mulder. 
felt face. older. Do you think that she brought a date? No, I don't think so. No. No. Probably not. Um, but yeah, do you want to say the, the cute one? I mean, Mulder like asked her if she caught the bouquet and she was like, mm, maybe. maybe. <laughs> it's like, uh, you did because you guys are getting married next. Uh, I love it. You know, that's the, that's the season finale. Yep. They just get married. <laughs> yeah. Sorry. Spoiler alert. If you've never seen the X-File, <laughs> season one, end of, the ep- end, of, end of season one, just they get married. That's it. And they live happily. They never kiss, though. Not until season eight. ever after. <laughs> uh, yeah, but that, I don't know. But apparently, so he's being super fucking, like, hostile and uncooperative. And then I think it's either, I think it's Scully or it might be Mulder. Um, it's like, didn't, like, someone else just die a few months ago? Like, yeah. aren't you just, like, wouldn't you want to help? But it turns out so... We have the one that just got sucked into the wind turbine. And then we yeah. also have um, Arthur. Arthur Grabble. Grabble, who died in a car accident. Yep. So it kind of makes it seem like the people working on this project are getting picked off one by one. Yeah, which is what uh, Scully kind of mentions. She's like, it seems like, you know, this is a pretty, like, top secret project. Like, you guys are... It's a very competitive thing because, like, every, like, there are multiple teams that are working on this to try to basically, like, meet the goal. Yeah. Um, because it would, like, be a huge amount of money if you're the first team to be able to do this. Yeah. Um, but as she says, she's like, it seems like a field where there would be a lot of industrial espionage, which I just <laughs> also love that word. Um, and then that's when they noticed that the only other person that was in the room, right, was Roland. Yeah. So. Well, there's also coming into question, there's a whiteboard with an equation on it. And then we see as the viewer that Roland, like, erased the bottom part of it and then, like, kind of finished and solved the equation. But there's, like, an obvious transition in handwriting. So, of course, like, they're like, there's someone else here, but we don't know yeah. And then they're kind of being shitty because they're like, huh, Roland, no, he's stupid and just the janitor. Of course, yeah. he couldn't do anything. Right. They're like, Roland shitty. couldn't do that. And they're like, why not? And they're like, Roland isn't exactly a rocket scientist. I'm like, oh, fuck yourself. Because you guys are okay. literally rocket scientists. How clever. Yeah. Stupid. But Scully and Mulder still decide that they are going to go to Roland, Roland's house. He lives at, like, basically a group home. Um, and when they get there, he is doing some art and he's making like a sign for his friend maybe girlfriend tracy i love them with like a bunch of stars all over it um and scully like comes over and they're like or is it Mulder that's like oh you like stars or whatever yeah and then he is able to count the stars on scully's shirt basically or scarf um 147 147 and they're like what and he's like, stars. And so, like, he, like, just immediately, like, knew how many. Yeah. Um, and after that, what happens? Um, boop, 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 boop. Hold, please. <laughs> oh, um, then, so Mulder's like, oh, you like math, too. Like, yeah. you like stars, but you also like math. And that's when he basically has, like, a vision, like, a flashback of 
him of... Um, I think technically a flash forward. Is that one a flash forward? Yeah, because they're okay. showing someone being frozen, which like we'll get to very shortly. Okay, yep. But it yeah. seems like he has these trigger I that one moments. Was, yeah, I thought that one was later because he has two that day. Yeah, I, thought I that think the they're first, the same one. They are, okay. That's how, I mean, it might not be. Yeah. That's how I took it. Um, yeah, but he ends up having a vision basically of like a first person account of someone like someone's head being like dunked and yeah. like and basically like being like frozen yeah um and so he ends up freaking out and having basically like a fit um and he spills all his stars it's very sad Sorry. he has like a glass container of just like little are they stickers i don't know they're like little baby stars yeah either stickers like or outs. sequins yeah. yeah um but they kind of spill everywhere and he just like is hyper focused on um picking them up and counting and, them all. Yeah. I don't know. I like just feel like I I just find him very endearing and I think that's like so innocent and yeah. sweet to just be like so fascinated by something as simple as stars. I don't know. <laughs> I yeah, I really like Roland as a character. Yeah. But um so basically like because of that it's kind of like an outburst and his the caretaker ends up coming and is like, okay, you guys need to leave. Like, yeah. clearly She's he's like, upset. What did you say? <laughs> yeah. Like, what'd you do? What the hell? Um, so then they leave, but then well, later... Mulder steals the paper oh, that... right. ...Roland was working on, which, like, I don't know exactly how ethical that is. But Probably like, not, but... I don't think it was the stars thing that he was working on, but um, there was, like, a piece of paper that just had a bunch of numbers on it. So they took it, basically, so they could compare it to the handwriting... Mm-hmm. That was um, being analyzed. And so they go to the handwriting analysis. Nope. <laughs> handwriting analyzer. That's the word I'm looking for. Yeah. Wow. Okay. It took me way too long to get there. But she basically concludes that, like, yeah, there's obviously like a fourth person that has been writing, but it does not match Roland's. Yeah. So. Um, <laughs> and then later that night, we have basically pan to Rowan back at his house, and he has another vision of killing um, Dr. Keats. Yes. So, um, and he's, like, tossing and turning. He, like, can't sleep, basically, and he's having, like, this intense nightmare. Yeah. Um, and then we pan to Keats, right? Yes. He's rocking out some hard rock music, as the <laughs> captions like to tell us. And he's Hard drinking music coffee out of the coolest mug I think I've seen. I didn't even notice the mug. It just looks like, um, you know, the pour over cones that you would like put on top of a mug. Oh yes, but made yeah. out of ceramic. It just looked like that. Yeah. I I don't know. I thought it was really cool. Huh. Definitely not what they wanted us to focus on. <laughs> I didn't focus on it, but now I wish I had. Um. um I'll just recreate it. Okay. In ceramics, and yeah. then I'll. Put our logo on it. Yay. <laughs> um, yeah, but he's just, you know, plugging away at computer math stuff, you know, rocket science things. And he thinks he, like, keeps hearing someone come in. But I guess he realizes that he's alone. And why would someone come in? So he just goes back. But um, plot twist, Roland is there. And he enters the room and basically knocks Keats over the head with some sort of object glass thing. I think it's with the coffee mug. 
Oh, no, I hope not. I was so nice. Well, it's ruined now. Yeah, damn. Then he got hot coffee all over him. Yeah. Ugh. Well, that's like the least of his worries right now. <laughs> um, yeah, Roland drags him and then sticks his head in a vat of liquid nitrogen. And then, like, it's Ugh. a little gross and graphic, but he, like, throws his body to the ground and his head just shatters. And then yep. he steps on his fucking ear and it just, like, crunches. It's... <laughs> so gross. Do you think that if you froze someone, that's what their skin would do? Because I don't think so. I think if I think if you were in liquid nitrogen long enough, probably. Because I think that's like when you're using it, you have to wear gloves and like goggles and everything. But you think your skin would shatter like that? I mean, have you played with liquid nitrogen? No. It like shatters things very easily like okay. we used it in school a lot just yeah. like um fuck what is it like gastronomy mm-hmm. cuisine um and you can just like put anything in liquid nitrogen just like tap it and it just shatters so i feel like anything being exposed to liquid nitrogen as long as it was that we saw and then kind of just like pushed onto something as hard as the ground i absolutely think it would shatter like that ew yeah i hate that if I'm wrong, please tell me. I just having you worked with it. You guys never correct us, and I know that we're wrong all of the time. The only time we've ever been corrected was the fucking Our first, first episode. episode. I'm like, we and don't two, fucking know. Two of my friends texted me at like five in the morning. You're fucking wrong, Julia. I know. I was just like, damn, okay, cool. Yikes. Yeah, Yikes. I, I also had people just being like, I'm like, okay, enough. We get it. Was that a dog? No, one of my neighbors just sneezed. How dare they? Too loudly. Well, you know, I can't breathe without getting yelled at, so... True. I mean, we're almost close to quiet hours, so... You Not know. even our quiet hours are 11. I know, I'm just being sarcastic. Yeah, fuck. Um. <laughs> Anyone that knows me or where I live, um, I live above, basically, a gremlin. Yeah. Who likes to scream at all hours of the night, even when we're not doing anything. So, yep. Thank you. <laughs> anyway. um, anyways. anyways, so Scully and Mulder obviously go to investigate what happened to Keats, and they see that the computer was turned off at twelve thirty-one, yes. which was five hours after Keats' death. Um, well, I think I don't think it was turned off. I think the file that Keats was working on was closed and then another one was started and then that was worked on for five hours hmm. under the name of Arthur, which right. we know later. Yeah, so but we don't know that it's under that name. That's why they don't know what file was being worked on, I don't think. Right, because they couldn't open it. Um until Scott uh Mulder is like use whatever I forget what it was. It was like one five five six or something like that. That's what? not it. One five six two six. I don't know why I remember that. I just okay. remember seeing <laughs> Scully's fingers go on the keyboard, and I was wondering if she was like actually typing it in, and she was. <laughs> wow. All right. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> um. Yeah. So they put in that number, which is the number that Roland had written down on the paper that he was scribbling, and it, works. And it ends up being, um, the login for Arthur who died six months earlier in a car crash. Yep. And they also see that someone has been working on 
Arthur's comp- or file yeah. since he died. Yeah. Um, and updating it. So pretty spooky. Well, their first like thought is okay. Well, obviously he faked his own death. Yeah. Which I guess is like not the wildest thing they could immediately go to. What I would say is, why would he? Because like, it's his project. But I'm, I don't know why he would fake it. What, what positive thing could happen from him faking his own death? I have no idea. So Maybe he, the feds were after him. I don't know. <laughs> it's always the feds. Um, Fuck the feds. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> Doesn't make any sense to me. No. But they're like, maybe he faked his own death, and he didn't. But we don't know that yet. Yeah, so they start looking into Arthur's death, and they find out that it was him that hired Roland to work there through his caretaker. Yep. So we don't know exactly why. We don't know if he did it on purpose or if the caretaker went out to go look for work for him. And then that was just like something that was nearby and low impact that she thought he could handle. We yeah. don't really know. But they kind of make it seem that like, no, Arthur like sought him out. Right. Yeah. I him. think they say like he went to the group home. Yeah. And like asked for Roland, but yeah. we're not really sure. Yeah. Um, okay. Well, this note said I'm on um, the like fandom page and it says they begin to think that, is it Gravel? Gravel? Yeah. Gravel faked his own death and is killing his former colleagues using Ro- Roland as a scapegoat. Hmm. And that's why he hired him. But, so maybe he's doing that so that when it's done, he can, like, be the one that takes all the credit for this invention? Or I guess. Like, what are you going to do? Just be like, hey, guess what? I'm not dead. What up? <laughs> and yeah, I, I win. <laughs> What's good? Maybe. I also, mean, like, I'm a murderer. Yeah. I guess if you're like a fucking psychopath. But they wouldn't even know he was a murderer because then Roland would have gotten blamed. Oh. Which is really shitty. So, right? fuck you. I don't like Arthur. Um, yeah. But, so they start investigating his death. Body was never brought to the morgue. The, like, proper tests that they would do for such a fatal car accident were not done. There was, like, a lot of... Details missing from the police report. There wasn't a funeral, so it's just like, why? Yeah. But then we find out because his fucking head is getting like in a cryo chamber. Yeah. Like. (laughs) Yeah. So he's definitely dead um, because his head is being stored in a cryogenic chamber. Yeah. And is his body also stored in? Or is it just his head? No. So what I think they're... Wow. I'm so sorry. What I think I remember them saying is that they're hoping that by the time that his head would be, like, finally preserved, science would catch up and they would be able to clone his body. Gotcha. Then to, what, attach the head? Ew. There are some details they need to figure out. Yeah, I mean, I think that's a real thing. So in cryogenics, cryogenics, um, they do dismember the head. And they're hoping that, like, one day we'll be able to just, like, make people new bodies. Not really sure. Um, 
Can but, I be on that fucking list then? Damn. I right. want a new body. Give me a new body. Fuck. <laughs> I was looking into it, though, and let me see. The first person to get preserved was in, like, the 70s, and they're still, or, like, 68. They're, like, the first person. Um, bah, bah, bah. The first human being to be frozen with the help hope of future revival was James... Bedford a few afters a few hours after his cancer caused death in 1967. Wow. And he is the only patient frozen before 74 that is still preserved today. Ew. Um I mean cool but ew. Yeah, it just reminds me of Futurama. I've never, Isn't, I've never watched I it. I like don't really watch it either, but I just remember there's one that like has like his he's he's being preserved. Yeah. Um I'm not sure. But yeah, I think the hope is that eventually science will be able to like make them a body. Yeah, so he is definitely dead. Um but also his tank is the only one that keeps malfunctioning with the temperature. Right. So sketch and then Mulder's like, "Oh, does that have to do with like brain activity?" Which I guess I don't know, does that make sense? I don't know. He's not alive. He's not alive. But also X-Files, so... Yeah, I sure. mean, in, in Mulder's world, he <laughs> is like, okay, so Arthur's really not dead. He's just frozen. Yeah. He died in a car accident and then was frozen, but is still somehow alive. Yeah. Um, but that only makes sense to Mulder. Uh, but they do start looking more into uh, Grable, Grabble... What the fuck? What were we saying before? Gravel. Gravel. Um, Ew. Sorry. And it turns out that Gravel and Roland have the same birthday. Yeah. Pretty crazy. You know why? Because they're fucking twins. Yeah. But. Which then I guess, I mean, they talk about it later, but I feel like we talk about it now because Mulder brings up a point that like psychic connection is like a thing and then especially prevalent between member family members and then especially especially prevalent between twins. Yeah. But I think he's very heavily lying on that being. Okay, true. yeah, so they have some kind of twin connection that spans even if Arthur is dead. Yeah. Um back at the group home, mm. Roland um, is hanging out with his friend Tracy, and it's this, I hate this scene, it makes me sad, but Roland's hanging out when he has basically a vision of killing Tracy. Yeah. And he, like, goes, and he, like, is, like, get away from me, runs upstairs, like, locks himself in his room, and is like, don't talk to me, like, just get away from me. Well, he gets I triggered. Hurt. I don't want to hurt you. He gets triggered because she's asking him about his dreams. Yes. Because yep. she's, like... I had a dream last night that we were married. Yep. And like living in our own house. And then yeah. she's like, what do you dream about? And I was just like, oh my God. Poor Roland. Like, He's like killing people. It was really sad. It is really sad. Like poor Tracy. Poor Roland. Like. All around very sad. Can they just like. Can you be a little quiet? <laughs> Thank you. Um, I just want them to be happy, honestly. That's all I need. You know what I was thinking though? Um, back to to Grable, Grable, yeah, Grable. <laughs> um, like you would think, right? 
that if you had such a bad car accident, would you really want to be preserved? Like, I, I don't know. Yeah. Like at that point, like at what point is it too much damage to even try to preserve? I just don't, I don't get it. I mean, I guess it depends on like how you see yourself. And if you see yourself as a, like this major scientific, like genius, then maybe you don't care as long as like your brain's preserved. I mean, yeah, but wouldn't you think that he'd pro- he probably has brain damage just from probably. having such a terrible accident? Yeah. I don't know. I thought it was weird, but I, I, I mean, I guess. sketchy. I guess just try, but like, <laughs> I don't like it. Try um, and then deal with the consequences later. <laughs> right. Um, but so especially after looking at the fact that, uh, that Arthur and Roland both have the same birthday, um, Scully and Mulder <laughs> use the, oh my God, worst <laughs> technology ever. Oh boy. <laughs> they have a picture of Arthur and they're like, okay, uh, lose the beard and then give him better eyesight. So they do that. <laughs> and then they're like, cut his hair and make him skinnier and basically give him eye bags. And then it just looks like Roland. So they're like, oh my God, that's it's been Roland. <laughs> it's like, I don't think that. <laughs> Works that way. Well, now it does, and they are twins. <laughs> Yay. So this leads Mulder to be, like, completely convinced that Roland is being controlled by Arthur and that Arthur is being preserved, but he's actually not dead. Yeah. Um, so Mulder goes back to visit Roland at the, at the group home again. Yeah. And now he and Roland are talking about dreams. Yes. The same thing kind of happens again. A little bit, yeah. Um, but, I mean, Mulder is basically just like, hey, like, sometimes, like, I think Mo- Roland's just like, my dreams are bad. And he's like, sometimes I have bad dreams, like, trying to go find my dad. And then when we were talking, when we were watching, you mentioned that, like, this is the first time that Mulder's dad gets mentioned, which, yeah. like, okay, fun fact, cool. Um. I didn't mean for that to sound like so lackluster. It is cool. It's interesting. Cool. But um, he tells Mulder that his dreams are bad because he attacked Tracy in his dreams. Yeah. So, I don't know. Sad face. Um, and then, <laughs> I don't know. Sad Mulder, face. Mulder finds the one fucking UFO toy. Like, ever, probably. Yeah. It's ridiculous. It's just, a, like, uh, remote-controlled UFO. Yeah, but he, like, gives the control to Roland. He's like, can you show me how this works? So they, like, start playing with it. And he's like, I think you're the spaceship. And then I think someone else is running the controls on your brain. Yeah. Which, like, I guess is a nice, simple way to explain that to anybody. Um, but then Roland's just like, well, who's the one controlling? Yeah. I don't remember if Mulder gives him an answer. Um. Or if that's when, like, Roland starts having, like, a trigger fit. Yeah, I I think this just ends up with having, uh, like, Roland freak, but, um, I'm not sure, yeah. actually. I, th- I think this just upsets him to the point where he's like, yeah, I'm all set. Um. But he, he runs away again into it to the bathroom or into his room? I think to his room. Okay. Um and then Mulder talks about or 
Is that just when the caseworker is like, you need to leave? I don't even remember. No, because I think... (sighs) Yeah, so I think Tracy goes after him, and then she's trying to get into the room, and then Scully follows Tracy... And then while Roland's in his room, he has a like a very quick like vision of the screen window being pushed in. So he ends up breaking the window and jumping out and like disappearing. Okay. Because Mulder goes to the outside and then sees that the window is broken. So he's just like, fuck, Roland's gone. Yep. And we're gonna take a break. Dun dun dun. Boom. And we're back. Woo! Um, yeah. (laughs) So, at this point, we're cutting to, um, back to the lab, right? Yes. So, Dr. Nolette is in the cryo, 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 why can't, (laughs) god damn it. It's okay. Cryogenic facility. Cryogenic facility. (laughs) Um, and he starts fucking messing with Arthur's body and starts thawing Arthur's body, which is just <laughs> so nasty. Ew. <laughs> um, but so he does that and then he goes back to basically like the room where the wind tunnel is. Yeah. Um, and he is, he enters and Roland is in the pro is basically trying to get the machine to go all the way to Mach 15, which would be like the goal yeah. Um, and I think he, like, basically makes it, right? Yeah. Or he's, like, super close, at least. Yeah, I think he's um, at, like, 12 point something. Yeah. But then, obviously, uh, Dr. Nolette, like, comes in and stops him and is, like, basically, he, he says, if I've seen further than other m- than other man, men, it's because I've stood on the shoulders of giants. Yeah, which is an Isaac Newton quote. Yeah. And, but then he kind of basically admits, like, through that quote, but then just in general, um, he admits that he basically was stealing uh, Gravel's work. Yeah. And then he pulls out a gun and it gets a little spooky. Yeah. Um, he tries to shoot Roland. Yeah, he basically tells Roland he's going to shoot him and says that, like, he would then claim self-defense. Yeah. Um, and he is going to take credit for all of Arthur's work and basically be the first person to, like, say that he got it up to Mach 15. <laughs> cool. So, um, Roland is obviously not going to let that happen. He ends up hitting him in the head. And he drags him into the wind tunnel. Um, I don't know when this happened, but I wrote it down because we have a quick snippet. I think it was before the scene then of um, Roland on like some stair escape, but he's writing with both hands, which I don't think I've ever actually seen someone do. And it's really unsettling. Oh my god! I he don't was like even crouched think over, and he was yeah. like writing with both of his hands at the same time. And I was like, "Ew!" I didn't even notice that. That's so funny. Uh, okay. Um, oh god. Okay. Yeah, but he's basically like trying to kill Nolet, and yet again, Roland is so fucking sweaty. 
And so then, sweaty. Please tell the group what you said as to why he's sweating because it really upset me. <laughs> well, I said that maybe he is so sweaty. Because, also, the group. So cute. Um, maybe he's so sweaty because Nolette basically is thawing the body and he is being possessed by Arthur. And so he's sweaty because so is the body. <laughs> I'm... I think it's a good theory. It is, but it's disgusting, and I'm not a fan of it. Um, (laughs) Of course, yeah. That's fair. Thankfully, Um, as Nolette is, like, hanging on for dear life, uh, Scully and Mulder come in, and they're able to basically tell Roland to to calm it down. Yeah. Um, And Nolette, like, it's funny, because, like, as he lets go, he basically, like, is about to get sucked into the wind tunnel, and then they shut off the the wind tunnel, and the, he basically like just drops immediately. Yeah, um, onto the floor. But well, he he dies anyway, though, doesn't he? Because he was brought to a hospital, and then it sounded like there were like flatlining beeps, and I don't. Yeah, I um, think he does die because he ends up. Does get t- taken into custody? I mean, I think that's just for attempted murder. Okay, true. Um, I don't think that he ends up dying. Okay. Well, I kind of hope he does because he was a butthead. He was a big jerk, but yeah, I don't believe that he ends up dying. Um, however, the tank, the cryogenic tank. You did it. Yay. Celebration. <laughs> Well, Nolette did that, right? No, I'm saying you said you said it right. Oh, me. Yeah. No, that wasn't me. That was Nolette. Because I'm being possessed by... Oh, because you guys are twins? Yes. Okay, cool. Yeah. Got it. Got it now. I am... My bad. 85 years old right now. <laughs> um, in the cryogenic chamber that I know how to say all the time now... Uh, the, they're basically not able to like regulate it back to normal. And so Arthur finally quote unquote dies, which just want to clarify, he has been dead the whole time. Yeah. He has been, but for the sake of X-File and X-Files doesn't follow the rules. So, (laughs) um, he dies. And as soon as he does, it seems like basically the hold is like lifted from Roland and he can, resume his normal life except for not really because he's still being taken into custody he's going to like a psychiatric hospital so um but we end with we end with him and tracy saying goodbye which is so fucking sad and basically roland's like wait like here have my stars and it's so cute and then tracy says that she loves him and then he's like me too and then it kind of just like ends yeah, so it's, uh, I mean, you know, it is what it is, but also, like, Scully and Mulder basically, like, hint that they're going to try to, like, help him to make sure that, like, he gets a fair trial and that, like, yeah. they don't believe that he was, like, acting um, as himself and that he's, like, not a danger to society, so. Yeah. We'll see, but yeah. that's where we end off. And that's that's the episode. Yes. So yeah. I do have a couple of fun facts. Go for it, um, 
There is nothing more that I like when <laughs> X-Files just get science completely wrong. Um, but so just a couple of things. Um, turbine engines cannot just suck up a fucking human and then just run like normal. Yeah, like um, I feel like that's very self-explanatory. Yeah, like, and I, I was like, how did that, like a grown-ass man's just going to get sucked in there and it's not even going to break? No, not happening. So the fact that like the very next day they're like, yeah. well, there might be still some guts in here, but like, let's just run <laughs> it anyways. Ew. <laughs> um, Business as usual. Yeah. Um, and then also the first person to die. So um, Sir Now, Dr. Sir Now, he holds on to basically like this like fence that's inside the wind turbine. Yeah. Um, and he holds on until almost Mach 2, um, which like I said before, Mach 1 is the speed of sound. And so at sea level, that is... 761.2 miles per hour. And he was holding on for double that. I'm so, going to have Coldplay's speed of sound play in the background of this. <laughs> Great. <laughs> so there is no fucking way that he is holding on to that fence or standing for as long as he was. Um, it's yeah, That's just not going to happen. So that was funny to me. Um and then just a weird, like, kind of glitchy thing on when Mulder and Scully are at um, the lab. They're both seen wearing visitor passes. And Mulder's pass has the number 23 in the corner. And Scully's pass has the number 11. But then the camera cuts. And then uh, they switch. And Scully is wearing the number 23. And Mulder is wearing the 11. You know why? Because they're the same person. And they switch name tags. They they share glasses. That's they it. They share a bed. They share a bed. Married. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I got all of that information on IMDb, by the way. Yeah. Where, where I get all of my information for everything. <laughs> um, but yeah, I just thought that was really funny. Yeah, I mean, I think the only thing that I kind of read was like overall. I think all the directors and producers didn't like like the actual like episode but they liked Roland's portrayal and they liked the um the composition music hmm and that was basically like what made it for them which like I kind of agree like I think if Roland was cast differently or like portrayed poorly I think it would have been a totally like lackluster episode or yeah just, like, shitty yeah i mean i i do think that roland's character does a really good job saving this episode there's not a ton of like character development there's nothing that like really adds to um what we know porter would like to get in the closet you know why because he's gay gay yeah he looks so innocent as if he's not a fucking monster don't tell Julia I said that. You know why he's a monster? Because he doesn't like ladies. <laughs> um, like, seriously, he only like really likes men. So, Except for me. Which so I feel rude. like is very backwards from like most animals. Yeah. But okay. Rude. Oh, weirdo. Um, 
But yeah, overall, I liked Roland. I thought it was an okay episode. I thought it was fun. Yeah. And I like it. Yeah. Um, but next week is our last one. Oh my God, what are we going to do? We have to do something fun. The, the last episode of season one. I know. So I'm it's... um so excited. The Erlenmeyer map flask? Wow, that was hard. My dyslexia does not like this. The Erlenmeyer flask, which I, is season finale for season one. Um, are you looking up how to say it? Oh, no, I wasn't, okay. but I can help out in a second. Epi- uh, what is that? Episode 24, right? Yes. I'm Basically, just seeing if I remember it. I can't really recall it. Um, so the synopsis is stakes are high during this thrilling conclusion. Wow. No. Yeah. Did we mention that it's really late? It's hard. Um, (laughs) it's basically mythology. So we don't have a monster of the week because I think if any finale for X-Files was some, holy shit. I think I'm having a stroke again. Hmm. If any finale episode for the X-Files was a monster of the week, I think I would have a conniption. Yeah, that would be fucked up. Yeah. Um, yeah, we'll have to plan something, but I'll definitely at least get us to go cocktails because we, we already can't talk as it yeah. is. But if we get a little drunky, yeah, <laughs> we definitely won't be able to talk. Um, yeah, um, that's it. Well, actually, it's not because we're going to record our first little Patreon episode. (laughs) So I'll put a little sneak peek or a little trailer after we put out this episode. So if you want to subscribe to our Patreon, you can fucking do it because it's going to be really fun. Erin brought over her conspiracy theory game, trivia game, and we're going to, I guess, play it. Yeah. Play some of it and have a good time. Yeah, so definitely um, check out the Patreon. And as always, um, rate, subscribe, review, all that good stuff. Follow. Follow. Instagram and Twitter, Love EOFO us, Party Pods. <laughs> Buy our merch. Yep. Buy us a coffee. Yes. Um, all the links are in our know, link tree, which is in every bio of everything we do. Just help us out. Please we, and thank uh, you. We love you yeah. very much. Okay. Stay safe. Stay spooky. Bye. Bye.